play the music. He doesn't even do that well. What's she gonna do? What's she gonna do? What you gonna do? Oh my god, the cops are behind us. Bad boys, bad boys. What you gonna do? What you gonna do when they come? I like this better. Is this a PG show? Not anymore. I'm afraid it might not be for this one. I was gonna say, you may make a bong noise. Gurgle, 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 gurgle. Everyone, and welcome <laughs> to another episode of Sushi with Sima. I'm really sorry for that intro. <laughs> I did not anticipate that to happen, but I guess anything's gonna happen on this show because with me, I got my favorite girl, Ashley Price, in the house. What's Woo-hoo! up? Like she said, Price is right always, and of course, Mr. Jason Jackson, our producer. Yay! Who's already being very noisy. <laughs> but Ashley is a very fascinating person. Uh, fun fact. She was my scene partner for uh, one of my scenes. Duh, that's why she's called me scene partner. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and we kind of like got to know each other a bit through that. And then we hung out. We had a date night for a basketball game. And then I really got to know her. And it was a very magical night, you know. It was, it was I, the ice cream. It was typical. Yeah, and then our walk around downtown Phoenix. It was actually a perfect date, to be honest. If that's what you call an ideal date night, that's a, a date perfect night. date. <laughs> I and so you know what I found out through her is that yes, she's an actor, but I also realized she has a double life. <laughs> she's well, okay. I mean, maybe, maybe. Is she in a silhouette? Here's. Armand Witness Production Program. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I have to say, like, I think the music kind of gave it away. And that's because Ashley was also a police officer in Detroit, Michigan for 10 years. Yeah, 10 years. She's, she's, she's done it all. Is that your real name? No, it okay. is not. It has changed. Oh, okay. <laughs> and, and then she moved here and then she decided to pursue acting. So that's a shift in lifestyle so we'll kind of get to know about how she decided to do that Uh, i do have a story to share with you guys because you know i thought this could be a good segue to the first question i'm gonna ask you so last night was very scary for me (laughs) because let me finish that is this how you react to fear (laughs) dude no I heard this, so it was like around midnight, and I was like sleeping because I had to get up early for this, and I heard a loud bang, I thought it was a knock on my door, and um, me and my roommate get out, She's and then we realized it was gunshots outside my apartment, I freak the F out, and you know, because of all these acting classes, for any emotion, I start crying, <laughs> so oh I Lord. had tears in my eyes, and she's like, are you crying, and she's like, I'm like, yeah, it's normal, it's okay, that's what they told me to do in acting, so I'm like crying, because fun fact here, endearing, they tell us if you have any emotions, just let them out, so. Well, that's great, in a way, that if that can be your emotional trigger, instead of okay. being like, my dog died, it's a much easier one to Fear, use. anger, everything at this point is emotional emotional triggers for me but we, she she got scared because she heard it from her room and she ran into my room and we were basically hugging each other like this <laughs> like i hope no one shoots it from the window we were so 
scared. Oh my lord! <laughs> it was the sc- and then I and then I was shivering. I was like, I'm gonna call nine one one right now. And I called nine one one, and they were like, Yeah, we've gotten a lot of th- calls. We're we're on our way. So we were both like, Oh locked. my goodness! We you locked, called the cops. <laughs> we locked the door. We, of course, we we'll called the. Well, cops. I hear gunshots like, <laughs> shoot back. No, I know. <laughs> this is. I hear at the, least I don't know 20, 25 gunshots a year. In my neighborhood? No, this is the this is a very I sound like I sound like yeah. Which neighborhood are you coming from? I don't want to badmouth up my neighborhood. <laughs> yeah, because the neighborhood I come from is suburban, really good neighborhood, and it was scary for a moment because we had a what if moment where she. Oh, I see what you're saying. Like, had, it is a little had, different there because you're like, all right, did somebody just kill their wife or? No, or <laughs> it's like, do we end up in a wrong situation where? We were if we were just walking to get inside our house because that previous night we both had gone out and we had come back at that same time. So imagine if we had en- ended up, you know, in a wrong situation. If I was just like your boyfriend there, I would think that you guys had like a sworn enemy the way you were acting. Not even because of the sound. <laughs> just be like, God, what are they? I wonder who's out to get them. Look at how scared they are. Okay, here's the, here's the scary part. This is the second time that's happened. So it's probably just a car back. It's a shady apartment. It's a it's a it's some kind of shady. Okay, I didn't mean this podcast to start out so intense. I know what you mean by that, though. Like, my neighborhood is actually pretty is actually a good neighborhood, but I mean, literally a, across the way, mm-hmm. it turns into a different place. Mm-hmm. So, I, and then in the morning before getting here, I called the police, and I was like, "Is it safe to get out of my apartment?" <laughs> and they were like, "Yes." Oh but my God, I want to be the I want to be the nine one one. What's your emergency? <laughs> but that was scary. <laughs> it was scary. Maybe rethink a lot about life. You should play that role. Yeah, I mean, rethink a lot about life. Hello, my name is Sima. Can I leave? Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> could you could you call nine one one? I want to hear verbatim. I want to hear the I quote what you said <laughs> to the and you be the okay. the operator. <laughs> ring, ring. Nine one one. What's your emergency? Hi, my name is Sima. I'm calling. Yeah, I see that. You have caller ID. <laughs> I'm calling from so and so. Um, I know there was an incident that happened yesterday, so I just want to make sure if it's safe to go out of my house. I'm sorry, I wasn't working yesterday. What happened, dear? <laughs> I heard a gunshot outside my door. Did you now? Happy Mother's Day to you. <laughs> <laughs> Today, we're recording this on Mother's Day. <laughs> okay, so my actually my question. You clearly miss your children. <laughs> So we're going to be laughing so much. But my question was, me as a first timer was so freaking scared of my life. It made me rethink everything about my life. Like I was just thinking about like, what if I was out there like, oh my gosh, I should cherish every moment. I, I was just overthinking. But you being an officer and been doing it for so long, like how do you, how do you tackle that? Like do you ever like consider like, do you... Like what? What will happen tomorrow? Like, are you ever a fear for your life? Afraid of your life? Sorry, not fear. <laughs> I'm sorry. Mind. I'm still. I'm still scared. I'm recovering. <laughs> breathe, Seema. Breathe deep. Breathe deep. Yeah. Yeah. In for three. Hold out for three. Okay. There you go. Um. <laughs> yes and no. Um. I gotta be honest with you. If you're afraid for your life, that's when you're gonna lose it. Mm. So you're going to yeah, make a baby. mistake? Yeah, <laughs> Yeah, baby. <laughs> I don't know why I said that. <laughs> Just like, you know, that's every race car driver's thing. Like, what's well, a beer by that snake? But by that snake, you're done. Oh, man. But no, like, if you're scared, you know what I mean? That's when you start making mistakes. Kind of like 
you when you step on stage to act. Mm -hmm. When we were working on our scene, you had a day where you were just really struggling and in your own head and you were afraid because you didn't want to step out and be the character that you were having to be Mm because it was uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. But when someone just finally like ripped you out of your head, I think it was John Luke, like just grabbed a hold of you and was like, no, you have to get out of your own head, step out of the fear and just do it. You did it and you were fantastic. And I think it was our best scene that we put up. So yeah, you do have those fears. Yes, they're real, but you kind of have to ignore them and push them back. If that makes sense. Okay. But see, that's like, real life versus real life so you know it's you know what the, the, um, the consequences are different but the game's the same yes. I agree I agree very much so yeah so isn't that odd that like you know even though you, it's totally true I'm with you in the sense of like you really have nothing to lose physically lose up there yeah. but why is it life I mean it feels like you're standing on a ledge uh. it, it feels life threatening well and I wish, like, for example, so for those of you listening, I am actually seeing partners with Jason in our master class. And for me, it is really hard. I'm not afraid to get up there in front of an audience. Mm-hmm. That doesn't bother me at all. What bothers me is that I can get in. When I did police work, I did a lot of undercover stuff. So Ooh. I could hop up in front of anybody and play any role that they needed me to play and walk out the door and be just fine. But it was life or death there. Mm. So I have a hard time translating. Yeah, your focus gets real keen when everything's on the line. Real quick. Yeah. Yeah. And you get, you know, this most intense tunnel vision. It is the best high you've ever had in your life. Just the adrenaline dump that you get from that. So acting is the same thing. Imagine the basketball game you get if the losing team got sacrificed to the gods. (sighs) Yeah. I mean, you would see... Anyway, go on. You'd see full court D. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Full court press. (laughs) Oh, sorry. (laughs) Run the pro. I I got you, Jason. (laughs) But uh, no, I just wish, like, I haven't gotten to the point now to where I can translate. Because I had a gifting in undercover narcotics. I really did. Where I could just step in and be anything for anybody for any length of time. But when I hop in front of a class, which the class doesn't matter, but I can't translate that life or death Oh, that that, uh, that over of I'm like, being chased by a polar bear. If yep, I get busted by yep, this, this, this really is life. This really matters. I have to nail it, every, and there's no take two. Is that the adrenaline rush? Yeah. And Can actually, I sorry. Don't don't you feel that with like the teachers, like Matt and stuff? No. No, I really <laughs> well, like yeah. I know it, it's when time slows down. It's when yeah. it's with that Travis Pastrana kind of stuff you talk that people talk about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't really feel. I don't know. Maybe it's being at during for so long Mm -hmm. where I feel like everybody in the room is on my team curious so what can you describe what you would do in this undercover narcotics thing that was a heavy term I can't even pronounce it properly I was gonna say yeah can you talk about that can you talk about like a situation just like an example Donnie Brasco comes to mind yeah what would you do like what would you go like describe it I not like a situation a day well it would depend on what was happening um, so usually, what was the most common? I want to know how they're like pass the needle around to you, and you're like, "Nah, thanks." <laughs> <laughs> that is, I want to know how that goes. That is so freaking hard, because it, it is because you can't partake, right? Yeah. So but how at do you the do same it? time, you have to convince them that you are. Mm-hmm. So I mean, everybody wants to see you do it. So the easiest thing to do is just act like I am so freaking high right now. Like I can't take anymore. Oh. Like I just had a hit before I walked in the door. How, something. How do you meet oh. them but in the beginning? Mm, you have their names. 
Okay, so you, you know what I mean to start you just become their friends. So you just kind of start walking around. Yeah, you got to be really personable. Oh, so that's like, where she really gets, personable. That's where she gets it. Like, from. what does Jason enjoy? Because I have to like bend over backwards and become that. Mm. You would go in as their so-called friend, and was would it be like a, a junkie, right? As a junkie, and you would go in in a situation where they're having like a gathering or something like that. Typically, you would start off with like somebody who was low, mm-hmm. you know, kind of thing. So if if we were going to come into like say Daring Acting Studio, we're, I'm not going to come in and try to be best buddies with John Luke right away, mm. okay? Because I'm not going to come in here and be like, oh hi Shay, how are you? Mm-hmm. You know, kind of thing. Like nice to meet you. If I'm trying to get to Matt, that's not where I'm going to start. Mm-hmm. So you got to start somewhere low where it's not obvious, and then you spend a couple of, and then you you know you just start on the bottom somewhere. You grab a hold of somebody and you just kind of slowly work your way up until all of a sudden. You know, you're sitting next to Matt, and that's normal. You know what I mean? And Matt's not suspicious of it. John's not (coughs) suspicious of it. Shay's not suspicious of it. It just, that's normal. She started here, and she's now magically here. Hmm. You know, kind of thing. It's an art. Yep, you've earned that trust. You've earned that. One day, Ashley goes, I've been an undercover cop officer investigating this place. It turns out you guys are clean. (laughs) Just walks out. (laughs) She's like, I I did it. The whole time we were like, wow, I wonder why they... (laughs) She's like, I like it so. I did it, and now I like it so much that I just want to remain here. Right. 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 Yeah. No, but did you do like? Did you have training to get? Oh yeah. To have that skill because yeah, not any anyone can just like go from the bottom and just like be friends with the. <laughs> Good king. luck with that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, and um, I had to go through. Geez, how many weeks was it? It was a couple weeks yeah. of. It was a live-in school, so you went there, you lived there, you ate there, you slept there. You didn't yeah. sleep much. They put you through the ringer and you went through, you know, however many weeks it was, two, three, something mm-hmm. like that of just, you know, going through how you approach people, how you talk to people, how you communicate with people. Um, Damn. It's it's really intense. And then they send you through a bunch of different scenarios mm-hmm. and they put you in the worst position possible. And if you use the wrong lingo or use a bad term Bas- or my you, favorite yeah, one if you, see, if you yeah if you break right pretty much well i got screwed like uh week one because yeah because it's your first week i was a little cocky and arrogant not like in a bad way but i felt good about it like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm okay and one of my instructors was actually a friend of mine and outside of class and he was just like you know how you doing how you feeling and i'm like i'm feeling really good you know kind of thing big mistake so he shows up to do my scenario and I had to buy an eight ball of cocaine. Mm. Eight ball is a weight, yeah. right? It's a street slang for a weight. He throws the eight ball at me. I have it in my hand. And I kind of run it in my hand for a second. And I go, yeah, it's about right. And so I go to pay him. And he goes, you overpaid. You're dead. And I go, I didn't overpay. That's right. And he goes, no, it's not. He puts it down. It's like an eighth of an ounce off. And he's like, they know it's off. And they know if you're desperate and you're trying to sell it, you know it's off. Yeah. So why would you overpay? And mm. I was like, wow. Okay. Like, oh. Um, All right. That's- Did you have you been in like those kind of situations where it was like life and death? Like yeah. they kind of caught you. I've been in there and had my name dropped, like my real name dropped, where oh. they go, "Do you know who Officer Price is?" Uh huh. Oh my gosh. And then they and, would ask you. Yeah. Like, have have you heard of this person? We hear they're running around the circle, you know, kind of thing, and they'll think it's a man. Oh, because my name in police work, when I first started in the department, um, I look young naturally anyway. Yeah. You're so th- yeah. 
I was 18. Yeah. So I looked like a real baby then. But she looked like she so, was 12. Yeah. So they would call me Joey. Like, you know, in a pocket of a kangaroo. Little mm-hmm. baby Joey. Oh. No. So they would be like, yeah, Joey Price. Anybody know anybody like that? And I'm sitting there going like, no, I know nobody like that. And then you have to come back and you go like, okay, we either have to like clean stuff up a little bit, you know, kind of thing. Or I got to pull out like one of the two because... Mm. Like, I got asked about myself. <laughs> that's mm. that's never a good thing. You're Dang. like, ah, I, I don't know who that is. Like, you- I- so when you have to go through all this, I mean, why? Like, what was the reason of getting into this, you know, force in the first place? Me? Um, yes, you. <laughs> I'm like, well, well, I mean, like, a, a lot of people have a lot of different reasons. But like, for me, mm-hmm. um, I think it started when I found out my dad wanted to be a cop. Mm. And he ended up, well. He and my mom ended up pregnant for me. He was 19 and she was 16 and he was in school to be a cop. Mm. So he had to quit school to come back to take care of me. So, I mean, that was fine. But that was probably what sparked my interest in police work. But then it kind of went into, like, I enjoy helping people so much and working with other people. And I get, I don't know. I think that's kind of what sparked most of it. Mm. And then... Does anybody take up the life career of being undercover or is it even possible yeah no. did you want to do no undercover way. it's not possible or is just nobody ever it's wants it or you didn't want it both it's not possible and there's nobody who would ever want it and i can't tell you how many times i've been you know maybe walking through a grocery store with one of my parents or one of my siblings or something like that since then and you're just walking through the grocery store and you're just like keep walking and don't acknowledge i exist i gotta go mm. and you just walk away because you're like if they ever figure out that that's yeah, a yeah, family member or something leverage. like that you're like i, I gotta go you know, kind of thing. You just meet up with them later once you've figured out that you've ditched whoever mm. has seen you that either thinks you're a junkie or you've arrested them, you know, kind of thing. And, of course, God love it. Your family, they are so proud you're a cop. Yeah. So freaking proud. You're, you're walking like, through the store. Like, Shh. Yeah, and you're like, shut up. Like, don't talk about it. And they just, mm. bah, 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 bah. Terrible. I know that type of person too. They're like, my my son's a firefighter. Oh and my like god! They, yes. You're like, you're like, yeah. Uh, it's seven twenty nine. <laughs> like yep, exactly. Oh, I, I forgot to ask actually. So when you're undercover and then you actually, you know, catch the the perpetrators. Perpetrators. I love it's like that. A, what do you say to go wrong again? Perpetrators. <laughs> okay, I gotta just call it that. When you catch them. Do you reveal who you really are as a cop? Oh, hell no. No. So in a perfect world, I get arrested, too, and roughed up a little bit. So. Oh, so. So. So how will you communicate with the cops? Can you say all this? I don't know. But every good movie ends with him, like, coming up and being like, yeah, it was me the whole time. (laughs) (laughs) Sucker. So so some other cops come and catch them and you're just, you know, part of the whole. Yeah. Usually there's a. You know, essentially a raid that'll occur, but you so know, kind of thing what, where it's mm-hmm. most people don't know what the tip was or why that do they use right, it, no, right. or they, why they, they don't gotta, know where the tip came from. But you're in communication with them, the cops sometimes because yeah. then what's your point of being undercover then if you're like, well, you, you mean like with a microphone get a subpoena, kind of thing? Right? Is, that, is that what you're trying to say? Get no, 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 no like do you like text them saying like, oh, I'm and I'm in so and so location. This is oh, where no, it's dear, dear, they they watch me everywhere I go. <laughs> they they know exactly where I'm at. They know exactly what I'm doing. And if I take my microphone off, which I did many a time, I would. Uh, they would throw an absolute fit because they wouldn't know where I'm at, what's going on. Why would you do that? Because somebody your... might tell you to take your shirt off if, or something. Yeah, if you feel like somebody's going to go like, I, I need to check you up, 
you know, kind of thing. The last uh, thing you want is someone to find it. So you just got to have a really good Somebody who sense. checks for that, somebody's really willing to do oh. something about it. Yep. And so you just go like, oops, yeah, that's gone. And you, you don't know, kind of thing. And then you, you just oh, go like, shoot. okay, good luck. And then you just know everybody's out in so, the van or out in the, you know, wherever the hell they're at. It's just like, oh, my freaking God. Because if I'm in that van, I'm madder than hell, too. And, so. and then what happens if you're like in that situation where it's like a life and death situation? Where you have to, you don't have any weapons on you. Do you have any kind of self-defense or? It's really not a life or death situation unless you expose yourself in some yeah, dangerous no, way. Yeah, right? that's why I asked. Has she always? Well, I guess it always been, is until yeah, you do that. Yeah, have you almost been exposed where you've had to somehow escape? Yeah, because when people get high, mm-hmm. especially get when paranoid. they're yeah, they get paranoid, and you'll go like, okay, your logic makes no sense. I mean, you're right. But your logic makes no sense. Like, what what in the hell are you talking about? Yeah. And then you just have to be a really good talker, and you have to really convince them that they're crazy. Like, yeah. you are absolutely nuts. Damn. And then you just talk your way out of it, and then you walk out, and you okay, let's not do that again. And, <laughs> and won't they ever question, like, you're already so high, then why are you coming to this this thing if you're already so high? Yeah, but you're hanging out. You're just hanging out. You know out. what I mean? They're or, like your friends. Or maybe you needed to pick something up, or maybe mm. you're looking for a buddy, and you thought they were over there, uh, or, you know what I mean? Like, you yeah. just, you invent the stupidest reasons for going places she's her own filmmaker and if you're higher in hell i mean you got dumb reasons for going places anyway you're just like hey i'm here why i don't know i just start walking i, I actually know what that world looks like <laughs> so like i could just have all these um, visions like, i i don't this whatever i'm asking her is like new to me so i'm sorry i'm asking so many Jason's questions like can confirm <laughs> it's like so many questions but it's just it's it's quite fascinating and people get yeah yeah it's, it's like it's like three in the morning and you just walk to the donut shop in the snow with no coat on and people are like, why in the hell are you? Here? I don't know. I just high and went, decided to go for a walk. <laughs> it's like no coat, no shoes. No. You know, hey, you must be. Dumb. <laughs> yeah, I that just shows the amount of strength you have, both physically and mentally to do take on something like this. It's totally true. What, what's yeah. been your takeaway from all this, though? Like, yeah, what if there are a few things or your biggest the most life-changing uh moment for you what has it been like in police yeah um probably my most life-changing or like even in loving in detroit i I had two yeah and and one's funny and one's serious okay um the serious one i had a co-worker of mine shot and killed in the line of duty and he ended up dying and that um, I guess death in police work was never real to me. I was mm. invincible, mm. and I could do oh, whatever I wanted. that's what I, I was just talking about there. And I could get out of anything, and I could talk my way out of anything. And in my mind, he was better than me. Mm. Mm. So the fact that he lost I mean, you could made lose. it very real mm. that I could lose. And that was that was very humbling. That was a big piece of humble pie you had to take. Yeah. Boy, good question at the right time there, Sina. <laughs> <laughs> like, right after we got through that, like, oh, your innocence, innocence, and then boom, that's where, that innoc- that's where your innocence no at can, some level is kind of... No yep, one can it, ruin me. It freaking shattered. Like, I was yeah. just like, the illusion of being a god. Mm-hmm. Wow. Because I was just so good and not afraid of anything. I feel that way about like, ping pong. Wow. Me too. When Alex beat me. F- funny story. Me too. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I am good I at I thought ping I was pong. a god at ping pong, and then Alex beat me. My whole world was shattered. <laughs> different situations, but again, same, same game. Different consequences. Same I mean, I, mo- I emotionally grew from it, you know? <laughs> yeah. That's what matters. And that's the, yeah, that's what matters. Then the other one was, like, kind of funny. But, uh, so, uh, I was partners with a guy for a while. Really mm-hmm. nice guy. Love him to death. Still best friends now. And we were 
at the firing range for SWAT qualifications. Mm -hmm. And we have this fun little game that we play that anybody who shoots plays. It's... We call them battle trees. I know they have a lot of different names, but we call them battle trees. So it's this big, like, uh, cylinder... eh, I don't know how to call it. It's just a pole, basically. Mm -hmm. And then there's these little targets that'll do a 180. Okay. So you put them all on one side, you spray paint them one color, you flip them around, you spray paint them another color, and then you split them in half. Mm-hmm. I see. Okay, this is simple. And I then you have to hit them and knock them around over and over and over again. And whoever's side ends up full of colors, you know, you lose. So your goal is to send all the targets to the other side before they can do it. How come every gunning range I go to doesn't have these? I don't know. It sounds like the best game ever. It is a great game. So we're sitting there <laughs> shooting. It was fantastic. Do you think we're hitting that? So we're sitting there shooting, and he and I... What kind of gun? Are, uh, we had 40s. Okay. So Pistol. Yep. Glock. Okay. Glock 40. Okay. So we're sitting here no shooting. That's 40 calibers. No idea 45 what you are talking like, about. 45 is huge. 40 is pretty big. Okay. I'll just think good. you guys are pretty cool. Okay. Okay, cool. Yeah, just keep thinking that. Okay. <laughs> so uh, we should, we're, you we're should shooting. take your next date should be... The fucking Yes, the gun take range. her to the gun range. <laughs> yep, I got you. Seema goes to the gun range. That would be great. I feel like at every podcast, we have some activity that we need to do after the podcast. <laughs> like, he has to go for ballroom lessons. Yes. We have to go to the Phoenix Suns game. We have to go to the gun range. Okay, yeah. Sorry. Let's, let's get it. Let's, let's get, get it. it. Yeah. So, no, we're battling on this thing. And, of course, my parents are very cognizant like they understand mm-hmm. that i can die I, I have no concept this is before jim was killed i have i have no concept of this so we're sitting there shooting and you know we're just going to war and he and i are some of the best shooters there so we love going up against each other we've done you know basically a basketball bracket and it's him and i and damn it i'm not gonna lose so we're sitting there shooting these things and i can't even describe like because i didn't even feel it at the time mm-hmm. but I'm still shooting, and all of a sudden, it just feels like there's something burning on my face. I like, maybe I've dripped oh. battery acid or something. Like, something's burning. And I'm like, what the heck is that? So we just sit there. We keep shooting. We keep shooting. Had you been shot? Yes, I had. I had. It, it hit, doesn't hurt. It hit the tree. Bit. It split. I don't know what it ricocheted off of, but As soon it as you said pole, I was face. like, is this some sort of ricochet game? Because <laughs> yeah. it's like, there's nothing more, like, unpredictable than a round surface that's solid steel. Anyway, go yeah. on. Yeah, came back, skimmed my face. How is this a funny story? <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand. This is not funny. This, this design of the, sca- of the pole story. is flawed. It should be a square. See, this is what you're learning. We have a different sense of humor. <laughs> stuff is funny. Oh that shouldn't. Listen, if you don't laugh at this stuff, it's going to kill you. You have to giggle at it. <laughs> So I'm literally like, I got like... Bullets like, coming at her. You got to laugh at this stuff. It's going to kill you. <laughs> yeah. Next time I so hear true. a gunshot, I'll laugh instead of crying. And the funny part is it was my own bullet. <laughs> <laughs> now you're learning. So you're learning something. This I was podcast. at least hoping you are going to say some numb nuts down the road, like turned his thing and set it on the uh, table and it went off and bounced no. off the curb. And then, nope, no, it was your own. No. Nope. Bit by your own snake. Bit by my own snake. Mm. And that one, like... I wish I would have been humbled then. Mm. Like, I really wish oh, I would have. Oh, you wish you would have saw that moment? I wish it? I'd have been like, wow, like, this is in a controlled environment, and this is, that just happened. Like, he didn't do it on purpose. I mean, I'm sure we've been partners long enough. He's wanted to kill me many a time. But, you know, like, that wasn't on purpose. And what the hell? And for all I know, I got to be honest with you, we had no way to measure it. It could have been my bullet that hit something and ricocheted. I might have shot myself. I don't know. But I blame him. <laughs> So, wow. it's his fault. 
on that note, we would have had a commercial break after this and said, no, our sponsor. You don't have to wait, say that because you want a civil suit, right? I'm just kidding. Yeah, I should. <laughs> yeah, totally we should. Sponsors, if you're listening to this, please hit us up. We have, we would have some great incentives for you. But seriously, Ashley, oh my gosh, like, holy cow. I don't know how you would go through that and say like, ooh, life is great. And we were having that conversation, I think. Like before this and talking about, I, I just she's I seek like an adrenaline thing in her kind of. I, I I know, but at the same time, this is so you know mentally and physically it's draining. Like I know you get that excitement, but after a certain point, I I would imagine that you would just like be in another world. Like how do you stay grounded right, to the right. to this world? Honestly, I think after a Who while, are I, you? I don't Who think you I? do. <laughs> You don't. I, I don't think you do, mm. because it. I've been out of police work for four years now, mm-hmm. and I still like right now. As stupid as this is gonna sound, I'm slightly uncomfortable. It's not you guys. My back's to a door. <laughs> I know that door's locked out there, but it doesn't matter. Somebody could walk up behind me. I got these headphones on. I can't hear them. I can't see them. Like that. That's uncomfortable, right? Yeah. But that's something I've been working on. I couldn't go to a restaurant and put my back to a door. I couldn't, you know what I mean? Just stupid, stupid little things that you just are constantly on alert about. Everybody is always a bad person. You, mm. you never run into anybody. You know, nobody calls to tell you, you know, like, hey, Jimmy got an A today. Mm. You know, kind of thing. That's it's, where you were kind of. And even if you're, I'm sorry, see my guy. No, so I was going to say, they say you are who you are by who you surround yourself with. Is that kind of the case? Yeah. And then, you know. I didn't just do undercover work, right? So most of the time, if you do undercover work, if if you're a guy, maybe not so much. But as a woman, you can change your appearance so much mm. when you go from a uniform to out of it mm. that you still have the ability to hop in a uniform and work a shift. So a lot of times I would do my undercover work, but I would work a third shift. So I'm still in a patrol car working third shift. So I'd work 10 p.m. to 6 in the morning. And then you get out the next morning. And then, I don't know, at 9, 10 o'clock in the morning, it's like, okay, here's what we're going to do for the day. And you find out, you know, at maybe 7.30 in the morning if you're going to be staying up or if you get to go home and go to bed or, you know, like what the general consensus of the day is. And then even if you do go to bed, because I was also on the SWAT team, if you go to bed, you can still be woken up. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you can at any point. I'm wondering point, if there's like an arsenal up. in her trunk. <laughs> uh, n- not quite. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, like. In every capacity, everybody you run into, no, nobody is in a good mood. Everybody's having the worst day of their life and everybody you're there to fix, mm. right? So you like, I can't tell you how many times I have tried to do the right thing by somebody and people would look at me like I'm totally crazy and totally stupid. But you spoke a lot about how you got into this because you wanted to help people. Have you been in the situation where you've actually managed to help someone or you see someone's life turn around because of your interference or is that not where your role comes into place? I will say somebody's, a lot of people's bottom is jail when it comes to addiction. Mm -hmm. So as much as I hate to say it, I know people where jail is literally the thing that saved their life because you can't make them go into a recovery system. But But I do know that does, that is some people's bottom and it's better than death. It is, it is unfortunately again that kind of goes back to we always get to see everybody's worst day yeah we never get to see their best day so So what's kind of nice and what feels good is when 
you really laid into somebody and you really just let them have it hard when no one else would do it. And then you never see them again. Yeah. And so you have to go one of two things have happened. They cleaned up and they're better mm-hmm. or they're dead. Either way, I mean, as rude as this is going to sound, I you went. You did your due diligence. You know what I mean? Like I did what I was supposed to do and they either met their end like they were on the road to do anyway or they fixed it. Mm. And you hope they fixed it. Yeah. Wow. Well, I know that's heavy stuff, no. isn't it? I know she's she's very caught, like no, I'm that's, that's some heavy sorry. stuff. It really is. I know, I know, but I, I see. And for me, that's normal. I know. <laughs> she's like, this is jokes. Uh, I I feel like a lot of people don't understand that, and I think this will give them a different perspective, especially you know, example. I'm afraid of cops too, and I don't understand how their mind is so tough sometimes. But that's how they have to do, you know. So. I, I, funny. Oh, I'm sorry. No, funny. Go ahead. I'm, I'm going to segue this into acting for you. Yes, I was going to okay? get into that too anyway. So I'm going to segue this to acting. Go ahead. So, and this is going to help you understand cops a little bit. Okay. So let me ask you something. Cop could you, 101. Could you shoot somebody? No. Jason, could you shoot somebody? If it was, if I, if I, if I really thought it had to be done, I would do it, but I would like to die knowing that I am not responsible for taking a soul off this planet. Can mm. you shoot a kid? If I thought it, if I logistically could say it would save other lives or somehow could wrap my head around that, I would do that. Okay, so Jason would like to think he could. Mm-hmm. SEMA can't, mm. right? That's normal. That's normal. Without hesitation, I can tell you I can do both. Mm-hmm. Without hesitation. Yes. So cop stuff here. what they do is they make you essentially a robot yeah. in that sense. So for me, acting has been a godsend. Because, oh, finding emotions finding again emotions. and know how they. W- I I did not have emotions. I had none. Mm. Absolutely none. Emotions in police work will kill you. Mm. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because it's like being a doctor in some way too. Because mm-hmm. like again, you're dealing with lives, and I yeah, know doctors yeah. have to be emotionless as well. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, I learned very quick to tell you my very first call that I responded to. Mm-hmm. was a rollover accident, a drunk driver, he was 21, mm-hmm. never forget the kid's face, never forget the kid's name. He hit a couple on their way home from church. Mm. Everybody was dead. And mm. it was the goriest accident to this day mm. I have ever been on. Right. And that was my first call. Yeah. My second one was a homicide. Oh, gosh. Guy had been dead six weeks. You're like, I'm done with this. And I'm like, geez, oh, so, so I what, learned what real trigger quick. do you use for your happy emotion? In acting? <laughs> yeah, I, let's look at I, you even like to smile at a SEMA smile. with all this stuff. I know I, we've, we've even, been potting for about three hours now, too. So I know, I know. Honestly, like when I first came, like I started at the studio in October. Yeah, I'm not sure I had a happy emotion because she also came into the studio with some grief. She had like other personal grief going on in her life. And so she, you know, leaving the force, moving to a new place. She Mm -hmm. just moved to Arizona, had to deal with personal, you know, loss and having all that stuff can actually put you into this really deep hole. And especially if you don't have like a good support system and in the sense you I, I tell her all the I tell her this all the time that I don't know how she stayed sane or was on the right path or didn't go into that really that rabbit hole and I don't know if the coming to the studio and learning this new craft was one way of relieving that stress is that true it, I'd say it really was mm-hmm. um I talked earlier about my friend Jim who was killed yeah um 
at that time, I, I didn't cry. I remember the only emotion that I felt was he was on the scene with somebody and that person lived and he showed up to the funeral and I wanted to just, you know, kind of go put my hand on his shoulder and tell him I was happy he was there, you know, kind of thing. And I just remember he looked me in the eye and he said, I'm very sorry. Mm. And in my gut and in my heart, I was like, me too. It should have been the other way. (sighs) You know what I mean? Like, this is bullshit. Yeah. Like, you should not be the one here. Yeah. But that's the extent of the emotion I felt, Mm. which I knew it wasn't a true emotion. That's why I didn't say it. You know what I mean? That was just my knee jerk. Like, that was my way of letting the grief out. Yeah. But to this day, I don't think I've cried over Jim. Mm. Like, just because that's so far in the past now, that's just, it's not a thing. But again, like, I had a friend commit suicide. And it wasn't until, I don't know. Like it was kind of weird. What, what month did we start master class? You started in like you and I. two months ago, right? We, 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 this is our second. You started so in You talking it was that so late? So this will be our third? Yeah. So, I don't know. He's been gone yeah, two One and years, a half years, two years. Something like that. You told me that. And I just, I don't know. I left rehearsal one night with Jason, hmm. and I'm in my car, yeah. and I just started bawling. Right. And I knew exactly what it was about, and I knew what was going on, and I was like, Wow. Like, that has never freaking happened. Like, never. The emotions finally Like, came. what is this? The emo- and I couldn't figure out what it was. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you're just like, oh, okay. Okay. Like, at least I felt that. You felt human. And you were like, finally. Like, I just, whew, finally. Like, but, but I think acting just really helped with that. And honestly, having, like, the good support system. Yeah. I, I, we've, I forgot to ask, why did you even get into acting? But I mean, like coming from after, like you, you know, leaving the police first. Like, what made you even want? Yeah, to yeah, because I don't think you could foresee that coming. Yeah, from yeah. It, could you? No, that, I, I couldn't. No, like um. That's a good question. That's that is a, good a really question. good question. After my friend's suicide, I really started, um, because I'd always struggled with depression myself, like most of my life. Oh, for, you started. For no fear, reason. You started fearing maybe that you could get there. Yeah, like for no reason at all. Mm-hmm. I had a perfectly wonderful childhood. I have no reason at all. Doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I think that's why I was so reckless in my police work. I, and honestly, I kind of figured I would die before I retired from police work. I used to feel I, that I way really when I was did. 20. I was like, what? or just I used to think like, that like, I wouldn't live to 30. Yeah. I was just like, you know what? That's that's fine. <laughs> and that's a youth thing, too. And as stupid yeah, as it sounds, but you just hers go like, is more practical. You just go like, at least you're a hero. <laughs> yeah, right. She's more realistic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, mine's more realistic. <laughs> I was planning on dying as the junkie. <laughs> as the junkie. <laughs> <laughs> Me too, apparently. Uh, <laughs> 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 but no, so I mean like, you just kind of expected that. And then, I don't know, like, uh, Jim died, and I think he was 28 when he died. Yeah. And I hit 28, and I just said, I I don't even know what happened. It was a subconscious thing, and it wasn't something I even thought about until, like, maybe a couple months ago. But I was like, I'm done. Mm. Like, I'm done. I have nothing more to give. I have nothing more to prove. I have nothing more to nothing. I'm done. Mm. And I think I was on a shift, and I walked into my supervisor's office through my stuff on the table and said by the way today's my oh last day God, just like every movie <laughs> you know what i mean like Bad, by the it. way today's my last day you know kind of thing and nobody fought me everybody understood like just they probably know that it's fine you know yeah. kind of thing and i just cougar turned in I his left. wings <laughs> yeah cougar turned in his wings exactly <laughs> let's go maverick suit up i but, gotta uh, give you two your guys' dream shot <laughs> that's such a good movie man <laughs> that's top guns <laughs> 
But, uh, no, so I mean, um, I, I never really expected to make it. Yeah. And then I did. And, and then I didn't know what to do. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? You're like, You've, hold on. I was not going to make it this far. Now what? Because I didn't plan for this. Yeah, now re- what? Yeah. And You reached the peak of your life almost. Yeah. Like, I mean, I wasn't dating anybody. Mm-hmm. I wasn't, you know, the normal things you would do in life. You go like, well, I'm not going to do that. Right. Because why would you do that to somebody? Mm-hmm. I watched Jim was engaged. Mm-hmm. He left his fiance behind. He left his mom. You no. know, oh his gosh. mom is still a freaking mess. I that you know what I mean. She can hardly do anything. She's yeah. a mess. Yeah, and, and you, you know, you're just like, I can't do that to people. Yeah. So you just don't. Yeah. And then you're like, okay, now what do I do? Yeah. You know, kind of thing. So when I came out here, I wound up tripping over, you know, Daring Acting Studio, mm-hmm. and with a little bit of prodding, I ended up in the door unwillingly, <laughs> and. You know, it's just been nonstop changes for me ever since. It's just, it sounds stupid. Like, my acting, I don't feel like it's getting any better. I feel like it's getting worse, actually. No. I, you know what? I, you're a great you're a great scene partner. And you know what? You're uh, you're more fearless than I am. Mm. It makes me jealous, honestly. Really? So you are. You're not, you're, yeah, you're not as. And so we've heard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably a better basketball player, too. Well, that's a fact. We're just not going to talk about it. And ping pong. I haven't seen her play ping pong. You haven't seen me play basketball either, but it's over. I've seen you dribble. <laughs> yep, it's over. <laughs> I'm not going to argue. <laughs> I'm taller than she is. So? My dad could beat up your dad. <laughs> I think I think I think That's she could beat I think she could beat up both the dads, I to know. be honest. My she, mom will fight your mom. She's like Mike from Better Call Saul. She like punches him in the throat, <laughs> rips his gun out of his hand. Yes. <laughs> I can see you going into like if you really mm-hmm. want to take this Hollywood thing seriously, you can just become like a action star, you know? Well, I gotta be honest with you, I don't think like I don't even know what my goals are, but I don't think truly acting on a screen or on a stage or anything like that is um really a goal of mine it's really been unwiring all of the rope like the robotness that is freaking me just becoming more human yeah so matt always says in his places like act is the act of doing so not even, even though you're not acting you know like life is our is your stage right so i'm gonna say that you do want to learn how to act and acting is your goal Okay, sure. I How's that? How's I that? Huh? How about this? It's, I'm it, not going to let you say that no, you I'm gonna don't take you one better. Be no, nope, take you one better. <laughs> Genuinely act. Ooh. Not act for other people's benefit. Mm. Because I she's doing it for herself more than anything. Yeah, I've even had my family make comments. They go like, we just realized that, you know, for, you know, however long, you have been fake happy. Mm. Yeah. And now yeah. you are real happy. That's I spent a lot of my time amazing. as an angry person and, like, and not yeah. even knowing it. Pretending yeah. to have a good time. Yeah. Like you're just, you're trying to put on the face for your family yeah. so that you're, you know, doing what you're supposed to do because you don't know how to undo it yourself. You, you know, when you know somebody's doing that is when they're happy all the time. Well, um. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, no, well, no, like. Yeah. I mean, I, I know what you mean when you say that because I also felt in a lot of ways that I was probably not truly happy or truly myself. Mm-hmm. I think that's how I felt for me being genuinely myself. Because, again, I was surrounded by this notion that I'm different, I'm weird, and if the others can't embrace it, then I can't embrace it myself, and I have to be something else. And for the first time in my life in this past year, I truly, f- I can embrace myself because I know that 
when people around me are saying like we love the craziness we love the the happiness oh yeah I look forward to having a smile on my face when Seema walks in because you just know it's going to happen. And I can't do that by myself. No, it, right? felt, it felt good because then I was like, yes, this is who I am. And I am happy genuinely. And I want to spread that happiness. And I and I think even with you both, even though you might be tough on yourselves by saying, you know, you guys are like, you know, tough and all that. I think even you both have that happiness that you spread in your own unique way, whether it's Jason pulling off that italian accent for a commercial or if it's ashley you know just throwing savage <laughs> comments at everyone <laughs> like you know she's just that, so that's genuine that's actually what i so consider my biggest contribution is just even everyday people like walking up to a cash register at ace hardware and making that person smile about something cuter than them and having that little moment yeah and having lots of those little moments yeah. is what i take the most pride in mm. as far as yeah. contributing something yeah which is stupid because it's i don't know I, it feels nice to walk away from people leaving them happier than when you walked into them and mm. you as well get that yeah and i think that's so important that and i'm really glad that you have walked into the studio because you are spreading your light per se in that way that we never really expected we didn't you, know your background uh <laughs> Oh shoot! I think we should we should save a. Okay. Be good. Okay. okay. Make it good. I, I'm okay. I'm, I'm. Think of something. We can dissect. Wait. Oh, think of something, and I'm gonna ask you. So I wanted to um ask do this thing where I ask 36 questions. Actually, the game is called 36 Questions to Fall in Love. But okay. we, oh god, <laughs> we're not gonna. I, I think we should just end on this game actually, just because we're gonna run out of time. Yeah. Oh god. Okay. So. And this is actually a pretty good game. And yeah. since you know we can go through all the 36 questions, you can choose a number from between one to 36, and um, you can go ahead and uh, answer it. It has not. Some of them have to do with love, but you know, some of them are deep. 36. I was going to say, uh, you read my mind. I was like, I want to know what the last one is. I almost you, you, want, you want to know why it's 36? Because it's one of my best friend's badge numbers. 36. Oh, oh it's not because this the, is like we have a... Jason. Was it... Not, am I wrong? Okay, let me... I think... Uh, tell your partner something that you like about them already. Oh. So tell you yeah, something I like you, about you? Yeah. Let's do this. <laughs> I like that you're always full of life and you always want to go live. Oh. All the time. Because... <laughs> Because I can't find that in myself. Heaven's just parted. Like, it's hard for me to, like, find that energy and that, like, yeah. I mean, it's in there. It's buried in there. But I'm I can't let you. it out. I need a SEMA app so, where I'm just, like, having yeah. a bad day. And I'm just like, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then SEMA's all bubbly and exploding. Everyone go, yes, that. That's what I feel right there. I hope that, that the podcast will help in that way. Like, they'll hear my voice. And they'll just, like, start smiling. I don't know. No, but, oh, that's if so they Smile don't, with SEMA. Oh, there you snap. go! You got a new name. That's Need a, a smile in your life? This episode of Smile with Seema. Smile with Seema. I like it. I like it. Why do we have to change our name now? <laughs> you have to do some really sexy talking in the microphone. It's called Sexy Shushi with Seema. There you go. I forgot about that. Sexy smiling. With sexy Seema sells seashells down by the seashore. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, oh that's god. so sweet of you. And I can say the same for you that you've taught me how to not really care about what people think and be fearless because i am a paranoid person in general stop it <laughs> oh no the, yeah you were 
Let's just say there'd be a lot enough nights of you and your mom hugging yourselves in the living room. Down no. the house. <laughs> I don't know what that's about. It's because of the gunshot. I know, I know. Oh, no. you do know. What the, oh, I see what you mean. You don't know what that's about. Okay. Yeah, yeah. No, I know. Uh, good job, Jason. Good job, good job. But uh, I think on that note, uh, I think we're going to call it a call it a, a night or day or whatever. Night, An okay. afternoon, a afternoon. Mother's Day afternoon. Well, yeah, we're recording on Mother's Day. But I don't know when we're going to probably release it on Father's Day. <laughs> that would be funny. I was... Happy Father's Day. Uh, Happy Mother's Day to all of our moms. I know your mother is in a long ways away, right? She's in India. My mom's in India, but she thought she's in Indonesia. I don't know why, but that's another joke. But yeah, she was in Illinois. Mm -hmm. But it's it's a joke that I'm uncultured (laughs) geographically. It's not a joke. It's a fact. (laughs) We'll get there. We'll get there. Ashley, thank you so much for coming here. Um, I know, like, even though it seemed like this episode was slightly heavier than usual, I think I learned a lot, and it's really important that we have that balance. You know, everything is not so joyful as you say. That 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 was uh, some real stuff. Yeah, everything is not as joyful as it is. But the the point that we can take from all this is that no matter what we go through in life, there's always that path and light that we can follow to stay human to be honest and i think you're an example of that and uh for any person who thinks that their life is crazy or sucks look at ashley's and see <laughs> and she's normal Ish. per se yeah normal you, you can make a choice you can you can also be in the same pathway so um people stay stay positive stay strong and uh you'll find that light See you, everyone. Thank you. Bye. I think...